save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. It has been a crazy week. And like, I've been running around like, I met Mariah Carey this week. Shut up. Yeah, that's like and a, that's a bucket I know. this week. That's crazy. How and did then you also, meet her? it's I I can't. I'll walk offline. Well, and um, but I I met J C Chazé. Shut up! What? It's a long story. Sort of, wait, we had the Latin Grammys. Where were you? <laughs> well, he's not Latin. He's like I think he's like a. No, I, I don't I'm just saying they they could have gone. He's like, I think I read he's like a Mennonite. Is that like, a, that's like a, is that similar to Mormonism? Mennonite, right? Isn't that? I mean, it's, it's a fundamentalist faith, but it's not, okay. I mean, it's a, it's not too similar. Nothing. This too whole thing is going to be about religion, I guess. Um, I hope. Oh, it reminds uh, me. I have something to show you. Hold on. Oh, wait. Okay. Wait, where is it? I'm so unorganized. It's all right. I'm going to do a little intro. Hey, everybody. Welcome oh, yeah. to the B-List. I'm B. Um, I am here with a very special guest. Um, she's a bombshell housewife. She's a great mother, a devoted single mother, um, a loyal friend. She's, yeah, and um, an author. She's now an author. Her book, Bad Mormon, is coming out February 7th, 2023. Is that okay? It's yep, another day. Right. She's the best, me. the best cast member on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. The reason that I watch, like. Really? Yes. But you you hear that a lot. I mean, you were at BravoCon and the guy was like, some guy, because I was, I, wait, I didn't run into you there, but I was. Um, we didn't see each other. I Yeah, they sent me like. Tried, but. I went, for, I went for like two days. And, um, but your panel was the one I really remember because the guy was there and he came up at the very end and I forget what he said, but he was just like we all see ourselves in you. Mm -hmm. And it was just like this long kind of like monologue that he was basically kind of giving to you. And it was like, just loving on you. And you started crying and people in the audience were crying. And it was just a moment. <laughs> it was the one like heartfelt moment because the, otherwise the rest was just like bickering. Right. And it was definitely a heartfelt like community moment. It felt like we were all kind of like celebrating Bravo mm -hmm. and housewives yeah. and like how far reaching and connecting it can be. And yeah. I love that moment. That moment, that was, yeah. you know, ephemeral. That like exceeded all expectations of any anything you ever dreamed fame might be. Uh -huh. That little, that energy in that room in that moment yeah. uh, was physical. It was tangible. Because um, I'm sure with like reality TV or just in social media in general, like there can be so many negative things. But I always say that like, if you're using it the wrong way, you're going to get the wrong kind of like, energy but I feel like if you use social media for like a positive it can totally like bring you great stuff it's like you know yeah you, you know I mean 
I feel like it's an ocean. I describe it in my book. It's like an ocean wave after every episode that just kind of like crashes on. You don't know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to get some dross. You're going to get some garbage. <clears throat> you're going to get some bullshit, but you're also going to get treasures. Yes. People that you didn't know that you'd connect with that saw something that laughed at something that make you laugh at yourself. And that those moments, like it's like this anticipation. It's almost like Christmas, yeah. you know, I love that. and it's yeah. mostly good. You know, it's been really good, which has been absolutely healing and yeah life-changing i feel like this is why we relate because you're like a glass half full (laughs) um wait what were you going to show me you were going to show me something oh i was going to show you hold i gotta grab it guys she's wearing a um new york yankees hat just for me (laughs) bad mormon okay wait are those is that the book cover she's putting her headphones on huh was that the book cover these are like little this is the book cover, but these are little nice. pass along yeah. cards that we had okay. at BravoCon because um, on the back, there's a QR code, which uh, yeah. gave them a little audio content, a little tease and oh, uh, nice. a playlist, a playlist. Cause every chapter in bad Mormon <laughs> is either a song title or a lyric from like a, a life-changing song. And so I have a oh, I bad Mormon playlist on Spotify that you can download and like kind of get a tease of what the the timeline of the book because it goes through all the songs you know nice is like a prayer one there's uh like a prayer is not when it should be but I got so high that I saw Jesus is okay yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) there are Uh, a couple songs that should have been on there and like a prayer now after BravoCon that should have been on there and also shake it out by Florence and the machine that was like kind of my divorce song but I didn't give it a chapter title and the other day it came on uh, the radio just spontaneously and i it like hit me like shit i can't believe that one didn't make yeah. the list you know i gotta write next, a second next book. book now i gotta write yeah next yeah. book next book um th- there's some like great audiobooks like mariah carey for one has like i mean if you're gonna read mariah carey's story you want to get the audio like it's just you know what i mean not for out of sure. laziness but just you have to hear it's like Teresa judice came out with her book and it's like you're not gonna read the book you want the audio of Teresa. Yes. You want to hear her yes. doing it and trying to I, pronounce all those words. Yes. <laughs> I just um, finished recording the audiobook uh last week for oh, Mormon. Nice. So it's, it's totally done, which I'm excited nice. about. I'm excited to read your book. Um and you've also got you've got like the third location of Beauty Lab and Laser. Is that open yet or second, on the show? Second location. Oh, second, it's, okay. Yeah, second location. The grand it's not open yet. It'll be open next month. Okay. And uh yeah, second location, business is booming thanks to the show and just, yeah. you know, a solid business, <laughs> I guess. Uh, for two then, um, two's the lucky number. What's like the top two procedures that people get? Uh, well, Botox and lips are number one. We say change your lips, change your life. And we have a giant mm-hmm. oil painting of Kylie Jenner on our wall. Okay. Because we believe like <laughs> this woman just owned what she wanted to change and made no apologies, you know, it, 17, got her lips done, and now has the Kylie lip kit, is on the cover of Forbes, is a billionaire, is the most followed person on Instagram, and we just feel like yeah. she deserves more than an oil painting, but yeah. she is our muse, for sure. What do they say? There's like a meme going around for, or it's like really old, but it's like, you're not ugly, you're just broke. Yeah, we always say that. More money, cuter you can be. Yeah, it's yeah. true, and it's uh, that's kind of beauty lab tries to like democratize it and just make it available yeah. and accessible for everyone. No shame, no like mystery. It's just inject your lips if you're insecure about them and move on. Live your best life. You know, don't waste that, any yeah. more emotional energy thinking about it. 
Um, do people come to the parking lot still and take photos yeah. where the van was? It is on Yelp as a landmark of Salt Lake City. I think I saw that, right? Yeah, that's so fucking amazing. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. there was like the billboard that you did and it was genius. It was like, if you know, you know. Yeah, right? I okay, yeah. We did that before it even happened. And so now okay. it's like, you know, everything yeah. like, we call it Mac 2, like everything is like written in the destiny of Beauty Lab, just the way that it all went down and the fact that we had these giant billboards that said IYKYK because we thought we were this like innovative, disruptive practice and that's what it meant. But now it's like, if you know, you know. something else. Yes, yeah. it's like, no. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> um, so you say a lot that you're like a child of reality TV. Like you watched a lot of reality television before the shows and you're kind of like... Um, like ushered in like a new wave of housewives that kind of like have watched it previously. So kind of have like mm -hmm. a different set of eyes on the franchise. Yeah. Um, do you have any like reality TV, like icons that you like before you were even signed the paperwork that you already. I mean, some of the icons for me are like, like I just, I, what I loved about reality television might've been, I think everyone has a, like a thing that hooks them, you know, like it wish mm -hmm. fulfillment or voyeurism or drama or, humor or whatever it is but for me it was like I liked uh I like the nitty-gritty reality television like hoarders intervention oh okay. like you know like I like the <laughs> yeah. 600 pound life but like of course okay. I watched all the housewives and I would say in the housewives uh iconography like the ones that terrified me and fascinated me were like Nini, Phaedra, okay. uh, okay. Bethany, um, Ramona, you know, Sonia, just the ones that polarizing. Yeah, polarizing and kind of, I mean, what's transparent, but in like mm -hmm. the best way, you know, just like yeah. consistently uh, who they were and unafraid, unabashedly uh -huh. afraid, and funny and fascinating and strong, powerful. And I, I think that uh, my background, I. I just didn't ever, I wasn't around, I was around well-behaved women all the time, mm -hmm. like quiet, yeah. sweet, nary a contrary word, women. And it wasn't real, but it was, so it was like nice to see options. And it, it was just yeah. like, it, it took me to another world. Like, I know that sounds try because I was just, you know, living a normal white girl life in suburbia. But, but it like, makes it sense. Totally, You're like, have access yeah. now to like seeing different, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. It's like a small town girl that sees a different way of life that was that, and you can't be it if you can't see it. And yeah. So television brought that into my life. I love and, that. Um, yeah. Changed me, you know. Are there any housewives that you will like defend to the grave? Like they can do no wrong. Like you're going to go, like stand behind me. I'm fighting for you. Like no matter what happens. I think all of them. Yeah. All of them okay. I could find a way to defend because um, now that I've been in it, I realize how swampy it can get and mm -hmm. how much internal just wherewithal it takes to do it. And so yeah. every single person deserves an ally, even, you know, the most wretched of people. And sometimes our behavior isn't reflective of what we want to say or how we feel or what we want to express. And so, I mean, I want to be an advocate for like the absolute, you know, be trodden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like yeah, if no, I, were I totally attorney, get that stuff. I'd be a criminal defense attorney pro bono. Like I would fight for the down and dirties, you know, because I just okay, feel yeah. like that's where I feel fulfilled. And that's like, 
that's the that's the entrepreneur in me too creative problem solving mm. find a solution find a way to make it make sense and women are complex people and we also misogyny is like steeped in our society and so yeah. i want to I would be an advocate for any every single one of them, but I would okay. love to go to bat for um, Jules Weinstein. <laughs> like, <laughs> Someone was just talking about her last night. Okay, so I was on a panel this week. Do you know Ira Madison? Do you know no, Ira? I don't. He's think like so. a writer, uh-huh. culture writer. Um, he's hilarious. I'll, I'll, offline, out. But um, shout out Ira. So we were like on a panel together at Soho House, and shout out Soho House. And um, they asked us each for like our favorite housewife moment they we like gave them a clip each and mine was just like kim zolziak sitting in her convertible smoking a cigarette drinking sauvignon blanc listening to that demo do you know what i'm talking about and she's like dallas austin said i sound like share and i was like you sound like tom waits like get the fuck out of here like <laughs> she was like I was like but like i'm not dragging her like it's iconic the party city wig with like the yeah. it's just like it's so fucking good and it's like this is when reality tv was like uh, like you can't buy that kind of reality, right? No, you can't. It's gone forever. <laughs> um, but it was so precious. Yeah. Someone else on the panel, their their it's moment was. Yeah, someone else on the panel, their uh, moment was like Jules and Luann sitting outside in the Berkshires. And Jules is like, my dad is on the phone and I think he had a heart attack. And then Luann's like, can you believe she called me a whore? And she's like smoking a cigarette. And she's like, my dad is like almost dying. And she's like, yeah, but can you believe Bethany called me a whore? And it's like, <laughs> I think that Jules didn't get a fair shake, you know? Like yeah. Jules, Jules was a, a mine of, of yeah. entertainment. She plunged her hands into the ice to collect yeah. them, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's nutty. Um, and the food, the brunch food everywhere, yeah. like just the mania going on was fascinating. And that whole dynamic yeah. with her husband, I was, I mean, that was just like they didn't explore reality enough, television. I don't think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, not at all. Um, do you, so going off of that we were talking about BravoCon. were there any like the nicest wives to you when you met or even just like the other bravo people that you met i mean you met my friend leah, but you met leah, leah and, yeah i love leah you love know leah, leah from is, thailand yeah, from girls trip and we text and talk like on the daily i love her she yeah. is a real one for sure um they were all nice i did kathy <clears throat> which was like kathy. crazy kathy okay Holmes yeah just Okay. Just walked by and came up to me and we chatted for a quick minute and that was I don't care a lot about her. Like I don't know. And you know, I'm really? sick of the like Beverly Hills conversation. It's like one of my least favorites. Like my favorites are like Salt Lake City, New Jersey, um, Potomac. I like that like sector. I don't I'm not like marveled by like actually famous people. You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah, care. I know, yeah, I see what it's you're just, saying. Like, too far removed for me. I mean, yeah, it's great, whatever. And by the way, guys, like I don't give a fuck what you guys say. Kathy Hilton said that shit. Whatever Lisa Rinna said, she said, she yeah. said that shit. Like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Lisa's a lot of things, but I don't I know. think she's lying. You know? it's Lisa's usually pretty straight up. And I, yeah. I was like, I tweeted, you know, I would- And that doesn't mean I like Lisa, by the way. me any day. <laughs> no, well, Lisa's, Lisa's been really good to me, uh, cool. which always surprises me when, like, the OGs are mm-hmm. just so kind to the newbies. Because I would be irritated 
if like, you know, you've been doing this for slugging out for so long and then we come in, it's already its own zeitgeist. It's already its own, mm-hmm. you know, thing of nature, force of nature. Yeah. We just kind of get to ride the coattails of everyone that's gone before. And it's become a parody of itself in so many ways that like, I, I think my um, hope is my love for the genre is like, I am going to just keep it real. I don't think it's, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's necessarily you guys writing the coattails. I think if anything, you guys, it's like a volley. Like you guys showed up and I feel like the shows were getting too serious and your show invigorated kind of like the franchise because it's just like, you guys come in and it's like this like level of humor and like oddity in a way, because like you yeah. guys are a very diverse cast you have Mary, we're going to talk about it. But like, it's just like, there's all these weird things going on and it kind of made the other casts kind of get less serious. And you know what I mean? And just kind of like yeah, have fun kind with of go it. go back and, to that, that zany yeah. party city wig with a glass wig of with wine the, yes, in the car. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, that's what we love. That's what I want. That's what it should be. You know? Yeah. Do you miss so Mary? Heavy. Do you miss yeah, Mary as much course. as we do? I, as I, I do. I don't say we. <laughs> Well, I didn't realize when I was in it, you know, you're so afraid the first season. You're just so Mm -hmm. afraid of just getting eviscerated and called out and just meaned, you know? And so you live in a lot of fear and you don't understand the entertainment factor or the heavy lifting that it might require to like keep things moving, you know? Yeah. And so season uh, one and two, I was just kind of getting comfortable with how Mm -hmm. entertaining Mary was. Yeah. And now season three, you're just like, damn, she was, if she was in the room, something funny, something crazy and something unexpected was going to happen just by her being in the room. Yeah. And you don't have that with these other women, you know, it's just not the yeah. same. It's just like, she, again, reminds me of like old school reality TV, whatever show you guys were filming, she was filming a completely different show. She was filming in her closet talking to mannequin heads and she's like on FaceTime <laughs> half of the time. And you guys are like, where's Mary? It's like kind of that Kim Richards factor. Um, it's 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 a, a like a welcome ingredient. But you guys are great, honestly. Like I would watch each of you in your own thing. But um, yeah, she's missed. She is, she is. And she was a unique, unique human being. And you know, you never say never. No. No, we didn't. Yeah. We only we only met through the show, and we okay. uh, we haven't spoken uh, since. But she okay. keeps in touch with Meredith. Okay, that's yeah. Yeah, Meredith Women. can keep in touch with everyone. Meredith can swim in all circles. Yeah, Meredith is a swan. <laughs> yes, <Lies> yeah, everywhere. <laughs> um, I was like, what, uh, what did what did Mary say? She's like, "Women, women, women." <laughs> Women. Yeah, she um, was she was also fascinating as a as a kind of a prototype of Salt Lake City because she grew up in a very insular insular community where she yeah. was an outsider and you could see how that culture shaped her, her attitudes and her energies you. and like her exchanges and I just found that that would have taken six seasons to like figure to really out. get into. I loved it. There's a lot there. Yeah. Um, well, let's go back back to the beginning then. So like, you know, these shows get casted. Usually it's one person that's kind of a nucleus and then they kind of cast off of that person. Can you talk yeah. about like when the show came to you and kind of who was totally. that, that person? Well, the nucleus was really mom and dad, uh, Lisa and Meredith. They okay. had a mutual friend and it started out on a group text. Uh, their producer friend reached out to Luke? them. And then it wasn't Luke. It was Luke was because um, Luke was on your show, right? The showrunner. Luke right? was our first showrunner. Yeah, Love I him. met Luke yeah. when Bravo came out to kind of vet us, 
and that's mm-hmm. when Luke came out and like kind of like saw where we lived, saw where we worked, kind of saw the lay of the land. And yeah, yeah I love Luke. Um, he was season one and season three showrunner. Mm-hmm. So we've had him twice. Yeah. And then, um, uh, but we had that weird thing in the beginning because we had a different media company cast us and uh, sizzle reel and sell it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it changed. Uh, I guess it changed after we finished filming even. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? Yeah, and they did a couple. Yeah, back, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. Was it the so, original um, core cast of women? Was it like Jen and Mary and you yeah. and Whitney? Okay, was, cool. So it was always it was basically Meredith. Yeah, Meredith and Lisa, then me, then Whitney, Jen, and Mary. And Mary mm-hmm. was, I think, if I were to say who they were casting around originally, it was like Mary. Oh, but really? That wasn't, Mary was such an island that I think that it was, uh, yeah, it was kind of dead in the water. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there wasn't yeah. a format that was working. And so then I think they she got was shopping something with her family. She was like shopping yeah. something around with her family. Mm-hmm. Like, try, yeah, yeah. And it just wasn't, it just wasn't gelling. Yeah. And so then, um, and maybe we'll see that. Maybe it'll be like a Mary Cosby in Salt Lake City show. <laughs> and Robert Sr. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's completely. Um, yeah. So it started out just Lisa Barlow ta- called me and told me that they were casting and she thought I would know a lot of people because of my business. Yeah. And that was really it. I didn't ever consider myself to be in the running. I just wanted to like impress Lisa, get her lots of names, be involved, you know, just okay. have my yeah, hands yeah. in it, just be adjacent to it. And like, yeah, yeah. try to get my hat straight. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that was all that it started out as. And so it was, you know, I'm kind of a, that's kind of my thing is like, I want to yeah. get in and help out and recommended as many people as I knew. And then um, they just kept calling me back too. And that's awesome. And it, yeah, organically, and yeah. This is a real, yeah. And it was crazy. And it was us. And Whitney wasn't originally cast, which was kind of a surprise. They added okay. her um, at the end. Okay. After they after huh. they sold the show. Huh. So speaking of bad weather, so obviously yeah. we're going through some bad weather. It thinks kind of like the same in the same spot as they were when you left BravoCon. You think? Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe or okay. maybe gone down. Maybe oh, okay. Yeah. Internet stuff, right? Yeah, it's social media. It's yeah. doubling down, and and you know the episodes are playing out. And I've never, I'm you know, there's a lot of drama that happens as the episodes play out, which usually gets resolved at reunion, and mm-hmm. that's happening right now. But it's compounding kind of these fragmented issues that have been stewing, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. brewing. And so well, reality TV will do that. I know. So it's just yeah. the the tornado is spinning, the cyclone spinning, and there's a lot to discuss it at reunions, but like, um, I'm so scared. B, I hate who I am at reunions. I hate it. And I don't want to yeah. even go. Like, I don't yeah. want to go to reunion. I'd rather- well, Nobody just, wants like, to go. It's the day that's like, it's like it's and, 12 hours. You don't want to like sit there and do it, but you, you know. I go into this weird like mode of like, I just can only describe it as like an outside linebacker, just like, oh, like, just like, uh, yeah, yeah. Bowl, like mental, to go like, into like, status. Yeah. And I hate it. So I'm going to try <laughs> to be, I'm going to try to go into reunion, like just with not prepared to defend anything, but just to take it all in. And yeah. I want you to hold me accountable to that. I will for sure. I will be texting you. Um, okay. Wait, so I was going to, I lost my track of thought. I was saying about, oh, just from the, no, no, it's fine. Um, From the outside, from my perspective, just like totally, this is not, I just, this is not your perspective on it, but like just from viewing it from the outside, I feel like you've always viewed it as like a very genuine relationship between you guys. 
And I don't know Whitney personally, but um, it just feels a bit like she's perpetuating these like issues and like creating larger issues for the show. I don't know, just to kind of push a story along. That's how it appears to me, because it seems like she's taking one small thing and kind of magnifying it and kind of drawing it out. Um, And it feels a little bit like, I don't know, I don't want to speak out of turn because it's like obviously your family, but it feels as a viewer inauthentic. That's just me. Yeah, that's kind of what I said at BravoCon. Like, mm -hmm. it feels like a reach. It feels like this tumultuous, torridable world. And then you add reality television and you add kind of the auspices of all of this, like strength in unity and loyalty and, you know, togetherness, Mm -hmm. like, and not even, not even in terms of like alliances and numbers, but just comfort and safety and trust. And those were things that I absolutely treasured. And they were the X factor between like me loving the experience and really mm-hmm. dreading it. And season three was very, very difficult for me. And you really see me push one? to my limits. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For okay. sure. Even with all of the trolling and everything, season one that I had to kind of, you know, come up out of mm-hmm. season three, just broke my heart because, and my spirit in so many ways, because I didn't have an ally. Yeah. Like I, like I wanted, like mm-hmm. I needed, yeah, yeah. like I, like I had had season one and two and that I felt that void and I hated it. And I, uh, you know, responded, reacted at like someone pushed their limits, you know? Yeah. Uh, would we be surprised to know anything that maybe didn't make it to air for the season that maybe you wish, cause I know that there's so much stuff that ends up not even being yeah. shown and stuff gets, I mean, I know you can't give too much away about what's to come, but like, is there anything that maybe would surprise people to know? Yeah. I think there's a lot of things that will surprise people that will come up at reunion Okay. that just uh, will fill in a lot of the gaps. I think that we're seeing right now, like, wait, why is this happening? And you know, why is like, why does it look like Heather's not supporting Jen all of a sudden, you know, like like all of these things, I think at reunion will be able to like kind of tackle that and address it. But I think what would surprise people the most to know is that like um it was a really hard season you know it was hard we were really grieving losing Jen you know that was weighing on all of us it wasn't season two it was like is this real and then season three it was like this is our last time with her you know and it just felt very Mm -hmm. heavy um you know all the bad weather breakup was really hard and I think that um I'm comfortable being funny and enjoying it and like being the good time girl. I'm not comfortable feuding, you know, feuding. I'm not, I don't like it. I'll fight. I'll watch other people's fights. (laughs) Speaking. I'll narrate. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Next next season for sure. I don't want to be in conflict. I want to be, I want to be friends. I just do. I think we can be, I think we are. It's, it's more fun and we're stronger that way. And that's just, my people pleasing personality, you know, this show has changed so many things about me internally because I mean, I really was like dead inside, like just yeah. absolutely dead inside. And like a lot of 40 year old women don't get a second chapter, certainly not in my community yeah. and certainly not with my track record and my genetic dowry. <laughs> you know, like, Oh no, 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 no. We're not doing that. You know what yeah. I'm, okay, I know, but you no. know what I'm saying? Just like, <laughs> You know, I'm not going to get discovered, but it just to have a business that's successful, to have 
friends. You want to celebrate that. New lease on life. Yeah. I really, yeah. I feel like life is short and I want to, everyone's like, you need boundaries. You need confidence. And like, I have, I have had enough boundaries in my life as a Mormon. I've had mm. boundaries from day fucking one. You know, yeah. I don't need boundaries anymore. Like I would rather give foolishly love heartily and, and just be, have egg on my face than like play it smart and take care of number one. That's just never how I'm going to be happy. And if that makes me a sad sack people pleaser, that's who I am. And so be it. Yeah. Wait, so speaking of feuds, um, I want to get your opinion on a couple of feuds and you let me know okay. which way you would lean. Okay. Okay. So like, if, cause so this is another family thing, Teresa versus Melissa, which one would you be on which side? This one is really, really <laughs> so many me. winding. Yeah, it's like um, I'll tell you, I am a sucker mm. for Joy for Joe Gorga. Okay. <laughs> like yeah. Joe, if he's anywhere in the vicinity, he's I just am going to yield to him. That's the patriarchy. That's how mm -mm. I feel. He's he's mm -mm. handsome and sweet and charming and all the machismo that I'm just drawn yeah. to. So mm. um but Teresa was wonderful at BravoCon. So was she's, Melissa. And they're yeah. stunning people. They're stunning physically and just energy-wise. They're just magnetic. And so that's a tough call for me. Tough I usually one. try okay. to be divisive, but that one I don't I no, can't say. Okay, fair. Bethany versus Carol. Bethany. Bethany. Yeah, same. Bethany, Although love Bethany, Carol. Bethany. Yeah, love yeah. Carol. Thought Carol yeah. was the exact element New York needed for so many yeah. years. And it I hated when Carol got really fancy and out Bethany. I hated that. A little I mean. That. I yeah, saw it happening. Yeah, yeah, it just seemed like I wanted, I felt like, and I still feel like they could be friends again. I really do. I know. I, I always think that too, but then they're that. just like, yeah. yeah. Um, Marlo versus Kenya. Kenya. That's tough too. Kenya. That's really tough. Yeah. Marlo, I talked to Marlo at BravoCon, thrill. And I, but I really fell in love with Kenya watching Ultimate Girls Trip. I mm -hmm. saw the yeah. side of Kenya that I had never understood. And I just was absolutely charmed by her on Ultimate Girls Trip. And so now I've, I'm just kind of got stars in my eyes for Kenya right now. Um, well, so I want to talk to you more about Girls Trip. Um, we'll go over to the bonus episode. You guys okay. can subscribe at patreon.com slash the B list. And um, do you want to tell people about the book a bit? Like it's coming out February 7th. Yes. Can people already pre-order? They can pre-order. And I, okay. I'm learning that pre-orders are like absolutely essential if the book yeah. is to ever make it to the shelves. So if you are so inclined to buy it, I would beg all of your listeners to pre-order because the Mormon church is challenging my use of the term bad Mormon. And they're like challenging mm. the trademark, they're challenging all of it. And there's, there's a chance that uh, they can't stop the publication, but it's just, it's yeah, a stumbling a block in getting the book out there. And Commercial success is important to me. And the book is my heart and soul. I wrote every single word. It is a love letter to the religion that broke my heart, but it's also got so many Easter eggs of pop culture and mm -hmm. housewife nuggets and housewife quotes. And like, if you love pop culture and you love uh, stories, re redemption stories of rags to riches, I think you'll love Bad Mormon. So pre-order, it comes awesome. out February 7th. I'll link yeah. it when I, well, well okay, yeah. I would love that. Thank you. Um, I was going to say something. I keep losing my train of thought. I was going to, oh. Uh, I just charmed the socks right off of you. I'm I know. So I was like I'm matching hats. <laughs> we guys, we're twinning right now. It's insane. Um, again, patreon.com slash the B-list, guys. Go subscribe there. Um, and yeah, we'll see you on the B-side, guys. 
We're going to talk about Girls Trip. I want to play Fuck Me or Kill with you. And yeah, we're going to talk about Nita Tequila. Yeah, that's the good stuff is over yeah. there. <laughs> okay. 